SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. and welcome to another episode of Bullseye Nuclear, Unapologetic Truth. My name is Michelle Snyder, and today we have Marco, and I'm going to let you pronounce your last name. Marco Gasparoni. Gasparoni with <laughs> us. And what I love about this podcast to our listeners is that we just really want to give a space for the voiceless to speak and to speak into their own lived experiences so that um, everyone can learn from our experiences and today is going to be um quite remarkable and uh the topic is very sensitive but i fully believe that even children can listen to this because it's all over isn't it marco it is there's just um what we're going to be talking about witchcraft we're going to be talking about the occult we're going to get into some really um heated uh, experiences, but again, I believe that everyone needs to hear this to either know how to get free from it or to avoid it altogether. So welcome, Marco. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> it's been amazing how we met. Yes, definitely. And I just wanted to just tell our listeners how we met because it's just amazing how um, I think God opens doors for people. Yes, exactly. So share with us, share how I met you. Oh, I'm supposed to. Yes, you're supposed <laughs> okay. to. All right. Well, um, I started attending a writer's group mm -hmm. um, in uh, Madeira Beach, Florida. That's oh, that's where I live. And I met your mom, mm -hmm. which she recognized me. She So I was reading some things um, out loud, and she recognized um, basically, I was referring to revelations in the Bible and my story that was inspired by that. So it was really cool. One day she just pulled me aside and it was just totally shocked me. She was like, okay, I know you're in Christ and I know what you're doing. <laughs> and I, I see what you're doing behind your writing. And I was like, like my jaw just, I was like, I just got goosebumps everywhere. Like it just like flooded me. I was like, okay, something's going on. Like, and she recognized and like I was there and it just all happened like, bam. And yeah. I ended up talking to her and telling her my testimony, um, which was, it's very new still to me. It's very yes. new. Um, I just finished writing it as well. So I connected with her about it and wanted to talk, because she, she asked me, she's like, I was just wondering, how did you come to faith? Because I told her, I, I'm a new Christian. You know, mm -hmm. like, I, this is new to me. I just started going to church just, um, well, from now, I think it's been like seven months. Mm -hmm. Um. And I told her my story, and she was like, so my daughter. Cherry's <laughs> always good for that. Yeah, so she, you need to yeah. be my daughter. Yeah, she was like, you need to connect with her. I think that she's going to be really interested in this story. Yes, and she is absolutely right. And Marco, you know what we do here at Empowered to Change. I gave you like a rundown how yeah. we empower the broken to heal, right? Yes. And we do it through safe housing. And so many people experience trauma and then 
segue that into addiction or domestic violence or sex trafficking. So um, where does that fit in really with what we're getting ready to talk to now? And I, that is what I see. I see some correlations mm -hmm. with, um, you know, there is evil in this world. And I've yeah. talked to people that have experienced certain substances that have really uh, been a doorway, according to them. I would not know. I'm just giving this space here. Yeah. Um, but I, I desire for the truth to come out. Like, what is true about some of this? And everybody has their own truth because they've lived it. So that is where I want to start with you. Okay. Um, and like we were talking about earlier, give our listeners just um, a rundown of, you know, how was your childhood? Um, did it did it start off um, traumatic or was did you have a pretty decent childhood? I had a good childhood. Um, I'd say that the traumas happened later. <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like my teen years was more when uh, mm -hmm. things, bad things happened to me that uh, changed. Teens. But I did have a, I do remember at a young age being very curious about different things, um, feeling like I didn't fit in, um, like I wasn't really part of, like I didn't feel like I felt like I fit in at school. Okay. Um, I didn't have many friends at all. Um, the ones I did, it was like never anything really close. Um, they would like move away or something like that. Um, but overall, it was a good childhood. Um, Unless I'm blocking some stuff out right now, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, it was good. But it, there was this pull um to escape at a young age that I remember just sitting at the end of my street. It was a dead end street, and just like waiting for something to come and save me from reality, basically. Like I just remember being like, someone's gonna come and take me away from all this boredom and uh, dullness. That's reality. How old were you? I would say probably like six or seven. Really? Yeah, I was pretty, like, I remember I had some pretty interesting child, like, I remember remembering things that I probably shouldn't have. Like, I remembered living in the house when I was, like, one, two years old wow. and certain experiences that happened. So it was like I kind of had, like, a push forward, I feel, in my thoughts in that mm -hmm. way, if that okay. makes sense. Yes. So things were pretty normal until you got to your teens. Um, it was even before that was when I, so I I was into fantasy for a while, like I really loved reading. Okay. And so that, that's when I kind of started to escape. I would escape through, like very little through like video games, television, um, and and then just getting really into reading. And then reading made me really, it showed me what could be. Um, there was like this overwhelming like what could be instead of what was so i always was disappointed that my life wasn't that fantasy interesting yeah so you what kind of books were you reading that wanted that kind of drew you in it i don't want to i don't want to put words into your story though yeah so please correct me okay. but what i'm hearing is that even as a child you were reading books that caused you to want to um live in in fantasy yeah to escape to escape what what was yeah and what was what i hear you saying is what was was kind of boring yeah and you didn't fit in yeah okay and um that was i was also in catechism a catholic catechism and that just oh. scared me off like a right away at a young age i was like this isn't for me um church was boring and stuffy okay. the priest didn't make sense it was just it just didn't connect for me okay 
And so I went from catechism to then just escaping into my fantasy. Through and books, through yeah, reading through books. Through books, reading, yep. Okay. And um, I remember kind of getting curious about, like, I, I really liked magical books, like magical fantasy. Like, I remember this one book I read. It was called How to Be a Wizard. Mm -hmm. And with my friend, I remember we would play, like, we would make our wands. We would, like, it even told you, like, how to, like, connect with trees. Like, there was stuff going on. And it wasn't even, like, the mainstream, like, Harry Potter. It was other books that people weren't even, like, it's, I don't even think people was heard of that Was it, like, book. at school? Did you get these books from school? Yep. You got it at school? Um, school and the library. I would okay. go to the library a lot, too. But we had a school library that had a bunch of um, some questionable things. How to be a things. wizard. Yeah. And that was what the series was called, which it was, a, it was a cool series of books. And for someone that, like, if it's just fun and for fantasy, cool. But for me, like, I wanted more. <laughs> you know, like. Well, and, and is that for most children, though? Like, do, yeah. don't most children? I mean, isn't that the lure or the hook? And I'm not speaking about any particular book. I'm saying there's something to that yeah you know in my opinion and like i didn't believe the people that said those things back then like i was like oh these people are crazy and actually i remember part of my journey was um being into harry potter and then i heard like the bible people saying oh like this isn't acceptable for children because it'll get them into the occult and i was like these people are crazy they don't know what they're talking about wait a second what's the occult right, right. ask jeeves hit right. the internet right wow <laughs> so any Harry Potter fans out there or the creator of Harry Potter, we are not speaking anything for or against Harry Potter, but you're just giving your own personal testimony. Yeah, and I'm not saying that, sure. like, if you read a book, this is what's right. going to happen to you. Exactly. Like, that's definitely not it at all. I just had to push the boundaries of my reality. <laughs> yeah, I get so. it. I get it. So what next? Um, what next? What uh, so from then, well, and another thing that happened is I grew up, close to a, um, a new age crystal shop. Um, so I remember we would go and I would like, I'd pick out a crystal. It was innocent. It was nothing like, it was like, oh, this is pretty, this is cool. Um, and so that was the same time period where I, you know, was researching, I was started to look into the occult. I found real magic. It was like, magic is real. And it's, mm -hmm. uh, there's a new, there's new religions all about it. Um, there's, you know, Wicca, witchcraft, uh, um, paganism, earth-based religions. And I love that because I was like, I love nature. I love the earth. And since I wasn't connecting to God at the time, like, I was like, this is my, this is my jam, you know? Wow. And okay. I just, right away, I was interested in it. And, and then I would go to that crystal shop, which I could just walk to as a kid, I could just walk there. And they had all kinds of, um, metaphysical items, uh, tarot cards, uh, divination, um, crystals like i said mm -hmm. and different religious practices like it was kind of like do you know what all those do because i'm not even well versed in any of that in what what particular? tarot cards and so divination so it's divination it's okay. um trying to foretell the past the present and the future using um tools okay so it's instead I of i just wanted a brief yeah a brief definition of that i wasn't trying to cut you off though. oh no it's okay <laughs> <laughs> so um how, then you went into your teen years. Yeah, and it started, I was um, 10, well, actually, I was 10 and 11 when that was started happening. Okay. And I remember when I was 11, I actually got, um, I started taking classes and workshops at that crystal shop. They did mm -hmm. um, how to do readings, how to do psychic readings, um, how to do energy healing and healing energy work. Okay, so let's, let's move a little bit forward into... Um, high school and did you experiment with drugs in high school no actually not at all okay 
Um, no, I, I was always, and it's kind of funny because I was always like, you know what, if I did try a drug, it would be magic mushrooms because that sounds really fun and oh, interesting. Okay. And since I was into fantasy, I was like, that would be cool to insert yourself into a fantasy. Alrighty. So yeah. then how, talk to me. Um, so my lead me through okay the so, next levels. Yeah, so my teen years were terrible, just like most people. Um, I was estranged. I estranged myself, and especially through my practices, I was I was a weird kid. I was the weird one. Okay. And, um, and I claimed that title. I started dressing weird. Um, I would wear my uh, metaphysical jewelry and like um, pentacles and um, all kinds of different things. And people would ask me about it and I would tell them, like, you know, oh, I'm just a different religion, you know. Okay, so that was a religion for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because um, I, I became Wiccan right away, um, which is, um, it's a nature-based pagan religion. Um. And then I did start getting into yoga. Um, I got really into meditation right away, and so I started excelling at meditation. Okay. It, did that um, bring you to a place that wasn't good? Um, it because most... you always hear yoga. Listen, I didn't know yeah. you were going to even say that, but oh. I have, and that's okay. You yeah. are free to say anything. Okay. Your lived experience is yours. Yeah. I have friends that do yoga mm -hmm. or chant. Or, you know, so tell me about that. How did that play into the things that you were into? Well, I don't even think I told you, um, but I am actually a certified yoga instructor. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it's been about seven, wait, no, seven years? Longer than that. Okay. Shockingly longer. I don't even remember. Um, but I became a yoga instructor. I started doing classes about energy healing. Okay. Um, Yoga, it definitely, it helped me open up to the spirit world. Um, hmm. as, and then also I became curious in psychedelics because like they, I would hear stories that the ancients, like the ancient uh, magicians and shamans would use psychedelic medicine to tap into the spirit world and to um, like make mushrooms? miracles happen. Yep, like mushrooms. Oh, okay. um, I would say like LSD, ayahuasca, uh, magic mushrooms. And those are illegal, psilocybin. right? Um, illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and mushrooms here. are actually coming back. Did yeah. you know that? Yes. I found out. Well, And I was part of that movement. I was well, like, everybody should do this. Everybody needs to open up to this reality. Okay. And for our listeners, just so you know, um, being in possession or using mushrooms is a felony offense here in Florida. So, wow. So yeah. you started. And for good reason. Yes. Which I found out the bad, the hard way. So. You were in college by this time or still late teens um, when you were using the psychedelic? Oh, not until um, probably I was like maybe 24, Okay, 24. And that was when I lived in Michigan, too. So I moved here from Michigan. So tell me what kind of doors did that open in the spirit realm? You said that that really introduced you. Yeah. So what happens is you um, so when you take these psychedelics, it's. And it's a full-on experience. They call it a trip. Okay. So it, it not only takes you somewhere, it teaches you things and opens you up to knowledge. Hmm. Knowledge, <laughs> I like to say. Okay. Um, knowledge that comes from the world and from nature. All right. Yes. And how did, did that help you or? Um, it help, well, 
it helped me in a way is that it made me it affirmed what I was believing in. Mm -hmm. um, and then it also um, created a world of uh, pantheism for me, which it opened me up to um, nature was the true God. Um, everything else was made up. All mm -hmm. the religions were made up. It was telling you like this, though, there's this true way okay. that other people don't know. So it starts to lift you up. It's like you're really special. You're really powerful. And then when you while you keep doing this and you do these practices, these meditations, um, all those different things, you gain more power and more self-love and more self-empowerment, which yeah. is what everybody everybody's looking for. All the young people are looking. They're looking for faith. They're looking for trust. They're looking for hope, um, power, strength. And, and I took it to this place. Brought you to yourself, right? That you were the power that you yeah. could get the power. And then I would even feel um, on the psychedelics and even afterwards, there were long lasting effects that made mm -hmm. me feel that I was the creator of my own reality, the master of my destiny. Um, mm -hmm. It was all on me. How did that work for you? <laughs> Crushing anxiety. Okay. I started developing a panic disorder, <laughs> um, depression. A depression, I'd say, started also in my teens, depression. Mm -hmm. Um, so this was kind of like, it was supposed to be the answer to it, but it was more of like a, uh, a bandaid. Like you would have to do it like for the psychedelics, you would have to do it maybe at least once a year to keep your energy in the balanced state that you needed to receive messages from the spirit world to be in tune with magic and the rhythms of nature. Hmm. So did this cause you to use more psychedelic? Did did this cause you to delve in deeper because you weren't getting satisfied? So the difference between psychedelics and other drugs is it's actually not addictive. Okay. Um, well, from in my experience, it wasn't addictive. Like I wasn't like, oh, I have to do this again and again and again. But would you say the addiction is to get into the spirit realm and to hear more? Um, for, yeah, for self, more power, more um, self-empowerment. So the actual substances were not physically addicting, but the heart wanted more in well, the it's spirit when you're, realm? When you're going to something else other than God okay. for answers, for wisdom, um, it's basically eating the fruit off the tree of good and evil. Mm. It's, it's not going to God for what you want. It's going to the world for what you want. Okay. So how did that affect you? How did you, you know, get into, I know that when you told me your story, it really um, affected me in the way of there's the evil and how you were tortured, you were tormented. So we are going from being a curious kid, right? Mm -hmm. Reading about uh, magical books to... Um, delving in further mm -hmm. to this quote, what it uh, natural religion, mm -hmm. nature-based right. religion, nature-based yep. religion. So that's even it right there. Like it's the world, it's nature, and it's all about nature. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then you got into psychedelics, mushrooms, mm -hmm. acid. Yep. LSD. Yep. And that brought you in open doors to other places in the spirit realm. Yes. Where you got knowledge, but then you also got, um, you received, uh, what, anxiety, depression? Yeah, it was when, so you, you had to stay in this connected state. And if you weren't, then you'd be, you know, you'd 
fall back into mm. those negative feelings and emotions. So you would have to do yoga. You'd have to do the meditation. You'd have to eat this. You have to do that. You'd have to, to do all better. these things to feel better. And I remember just being like, oh, okay. like I haven't done yoga in a week. Like I'm a horrible mess. You know, it, it was weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. And I did it for like I and then towards the end, I was doing yoga every single day because I had to because I had to feel that, that way balance out what yeah. were you what you were experiencing yeah otherwise so would you say that that's a bad thing though because our listeners are probably going so what are you saying that you know yoga or exercise i mean exercise good for the body but you're speaking of something entirely different yeah this is it it's a um an eastern meditation it's to achieve certain goals of enlightenment it's um, most people do yoga as exercise or yes. just to calm themselves, yeah. calm their anxiety. But for me, it became a way to attain more power and wisdom. Okay. And I don't want to get on a rabbit hole, but I do have to ask, what about Christian yoga? Like, I, I mean, the, there's so much out there and I, yeah. I've experienced everything. I've experienced, not psychedelics, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about yoga and Christian yoga. Yeah. And, and different classes like that so what do you what do you say about that i'm interested your opinion okay so this is my opinion so anything i say like it's not for every, every that's the thing is nothing's for everyone sure. in this manner with things sure. of the world um but for me i haven't done yoga since okay because i would have uh visions of deities like hindu deities okay um i would be given a different altered states of consciousness. So I was altering my states of consciousness even without the psychedelics. I was using meditation and yoga to alter my consciousness because you had to have that altered consciousness to fully understand the magic. And what did that open doors to? I mean, that didn't give you any healing? Um, it did. It would give me, um, I was able to do healings on people, um, which it's, it's hard to tell people because it, it's, it's real. Um, and people don't think that these things are real. They think, oh, you're just crazy, you know. But the mm -hmm. thing is, is it is real. It is a part of reality. Um, it's just not necessarily the way that we should be taking. And I'm sure I would like to think that there's a way to renew practices like this. But if you think really back to it, like even the postures in yoga are, um, you're going into the form of deities. Hmm. Like you're you're um, mimicking Hindu deities. Okay. So it's, um, I don't think that any of these practices are in, in itself evil or going to hurt you, but the enemy can use the things of the world to entrap you and to ensnare you. Do you believe with your experiences that they could open doors? Yes, I really do because open I doors opened- to the spirit realm? Yes, I opened doors that now I look back and I shouldn't have. Um, mm. And that's fast forward to just this last year um, was after different changes in my spiritual path. Like I even went kind of like atheist like and agnostic for a year. And that was the worst year of my life. It was just I literally ended up in a ditch on the side of the road okay. um, in a car accident. Okay. And I remember just praying like, please get me through this, like to whoever to is whoever, listening. Because you first you were atheist, right? Um, that happened actually later. Like I got into magic and then okay. I was got really heavy into science. And then the science was like, that's not real. And I was like, oh. So for a little while I fell out of it. But then 
out of desperation, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back to doing what I was doing before. And that's when I started doing like, like trying acid a little bit and mushrooms a little bit and getting back into, um, uh, casting spells really. So I was just going to ask you about your spells. So did that stir up the demonic? Did you experience, um, demons? So at first you don't. Um, you do get messages from nature spirits, deities, um, different gods. Mm. Little G, right? Yeah, little, little G, G gods. Uh, spirit, spirits of the other world. And they are real. Um, and I felt like I was in communication with them. And that mm. they would give me intuitions and signs and symbols that would kind of help guide me and further me along that path. And it wasn't till last year when I, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start doing, like, I'm going to try mushrooms again. And I actually, I tried it and it was funny because they were just free. Someone just gave them to me. How nice of them. Yeah, how nice. <laughs> Good intentions behind it all. And that's the thing people need to know is there people that are doing these things have good intentions. They think that this is the way out. These are the things that are going to help them. Mm -hmm. These are going to help the world. So and you're never what, going into what it. what happened to you? So go right in there if you want, because okay, because right now I my concern is that children or listeners will turn off now and think, well, this isn't that bad. Yeah, well, that sounds like a great story. Let's right? try that. Let's, you know, pause. <laughs> yeah. So I really want you to tell this the part where all of this led you to the torment that you suffered. Okay, so so I got very deeply even more into meditation i would do gratitude meditations um morning noon and night all day long i would be meditating and then one day i was just like you know what am i saying i'm thankful to like am i telling the world i'm thanking it for it so i was like i'm going to start saying thank you to god so i would just start doing little prayers like god just directly to god be like thank you for all these things i remember i would make a list of the things i was thankful for and usually that was for manifestation or to bring those things to you more so it was kind of like out of a need for more. Okay. And so the first that So you were thanking God for selfish reasons because you wanted more. Yep. Yep. Okay. More power, more connectedness, more balance, whatever you call it. Um and then and then I I had the mushrooms and it was great and I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to do this all the time. This is what the world needs. I'm going to write a book about it like so that everyone does this, you know, like I wanted people to do this. I thought that that was the answer. And then I decided to do it again um, a few days later. After you were thanking God. Yes. And I, yeah, I had been thanking God still. And I was, it, it, so it was like a confliction. Like I was in the spirit world doing magic and practicing the magic arts. But then I was like, oh, thank you, God, for these things, you know. Mm -hmm. And, and something happened where it was just like my blinders were just taken off. And I saw... Um, it was basically a bad trip, and people need to know that bad trips are horrible. Like, it's psychological chaos. It's ruin, mm -hmm. um, and it'll affect you. It could affect you for the rest of your life, and and you think it, things are all, oh, good and happy because you've had good experiences, but then you never know. Like, I was, I would say I was a master at my craft. I, mm -hmm. I would say, I would think you at would that time. You would say that. And then it was just like, and but that's cool because in the Bible it even says, you know, like, I'm going to go to the wise and basically knock them off their high horse and show them the real wisdom, which I wish I had the direct quote. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That God was saying he will knock down the wise. Yeah. Yes. 
and and I just remember like I was working with these spirits and then I was, so I turned to the spirits and I was like, help me get out of this situation. And that spirit got me into that situation. It wanted me out of control of my mind. I was unable to meditate. I didn't, I had no control. I was unable to do any of the practices I did um, because it was basically coming from that source, that nature spirit, I thought, which I saw and realized was a demonic force. It was something so dark and evil mm -hmm. that I wish no one will ever experience. And um, you know, when I think of that verse where it says, Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Yes, and that's actually And an angel it. of light looks beautiful. An angel of light yeah. looks like nature, or it looks like yeah, it's the universe. Yes. I would th think the universe yes. and the universe, it turns out, was this. And like I said before, where the, the things itself aren't evil, but evil slips into those things to use us. So you were asking the spirit to help you, but th it was that demon that actually got you there. Yeah. And did it, you get to see what it looked like? I did. Well, it was kind of unclear during it because I was basically just like on the floor covering my face. I could feel it okay. there with me. And it actually took over the entire space of my bedroom. And I actually had hallucinated that my whole apartment was filled with black sewage and that everything around me was slithering and moving like snakes. Mm. And, and that's actually a common vision that people have on psychedelics is seeing black snakes, which I think oh that goodness. we should start to question that. Well, <laughs> Why we're seeing black snakes everywhere, you know? Yes, there's nothing beautiful about that, in <laughs> no. my opinion. <laughs> Um, and just feeling that presence and that hopelessness and just losing my mind. And I'm like, wow, mm. this is why this is illegal. Because just falling into some random person ha person's hands, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what, could, what damage it can cause. And you really don't know what's in it, right? I yeah, mean, and I was actually, I was like, that person tricked anything. me. They could have mm -hmm. put way more. Like, I actually still think that there was a misdosage is what happened, but... Really, I think it was just my blinders were taken off and I was seeing the truth of what I was doing. Wow. And and in my opinion, and I, you know, we're just having this conversation just to discuss what you experienced. But interesting to me that you did not um, experience this until you started going what am I thinking? I'm thanking the universe. I think I'm going to just start thanking God. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, after you start thanking God, your blinders are off and you're recognizing what is really there. Yeah. It was like I was I was not fooled anymore by it's because um, what demons do is they like you said, they disguise themselves. They use they have magic. So they use it to disguise themselves. Mm -hmm. And. And then that's that what that way you think that they're gods, you think that they're this and that, whatever. And power and yeah, power. You know, and, strength. and if you think about it, people that know the Bible, um, the that Satan is the epitome of pride, wanted the power, wanted and that the was, accolades, and then that's even what I was like worshipped. Yeah. And really there is a spirit realm, right, according to the Bible, and it's a counterfeit of what is really true. Yes. Would you say that? Yes, I would say that. Okay. Because um, it was just disguised, and I was deceived, and I was duped. I was just totally duped. I had 
realized after the fact that I had made a terrible decision. And the way it works into your mind is it just tricks you into the fears, the fears coming true. Like, like I remember even having the thought like, oh, if I tell anyone, they're going to they're like, they're going to lock you up. Like they're gonna think you're crazy, oh, and that's go. why I'm glad the I'm telling people. Il- <laughs> yeah. The mental illness. Yeah, the mental that, illness that right? slips in, and, and it it's and it's like no one will take you seriously. Yeah, and and I was so I was like I was quiet about it for quite a bit, and it was just like you're gonna like lose all your strength. You're just gonna get worse until the point where you're incapacitated in the streets, and you can't do anything. So you were losing your mind. Yeah, and. All the yoga in the world couldn't fix that. Uh, nothing could. It, like, I tried so many things. Like, I tried using magic to help myself, and just it was just like everything was just completely changed. Hmm. And I just remember being in that dark hole, and I even remember feeling like I was spiraling. Like, I felt like I was in another dimension. Like, I felt like I was somewhere. It was weird because it was like a familiar eternity, but it was hmm. like your worst nightmare. Wow. Did you, and I've talked to a few people in the last couple of weeks, so I don't want to mix my stories. Yeah. But did you feel physically attacked or you just felt like, you said you were being tormented. So I just didn't know if that was on a physical sense because I've heard stories where people, and that's what freaks me out is, you know, something in the spirit realm somehow became in the natural and, and attacked somebody physically. But... Or were you just kind of being tormented in your mind? Um, it was more in my mind and especially in my dreams. Okay. Um, I had nightmares, terrible nightmares. So this is like after I went, had one quick point to make Please. when I was when I was in that desperate hole, which I would call hell. I would call it hell. Okay. Um, I could just see the glimmer and the light of what was good in the world. And it was that bad that I had forgotten that there was any good, that there was any love in the world mm-hmm. at all. So did when you said you were you experienced and saw hell, because I remember you did tell me that when I was hearing your story. Yeah. Um, how did you did you just like wake up and you got there or did you spiral down there? What like how did you were there was this was this demon there? Like how yeah, did there was that the happen? presence. Bring me to when you were here on Earth, and then you felt like you were just ushered right there into hell. Yeah, I basically, I, I, I was like, well, I'm poisoned. I've lost my mind. I must have overdosed somehow, or my something bad's happening. I was physically ill. I was very like, and I don't even want to say TMI, but I was very physically ill, <laughs> and I just laid down to die. And instead of it helping, it just, that's when it took me into that realm, that um, dark spiral. And did you see anything? Did you experience anything? It was, it's just like a horrible nightmare that's never ending. And you're just lost in, it's like you're lost in a panic attack, but turned up by a hundred and that that's it. That's Mm. just it. And you have to accept that that's just where you're going to be forever. Oh, and that's that's what it was for me. So, and I'm sure those realms can take different forms for different people, but right, that's what right. it took for me. So, what happened? Did you pass out? You overdose? What what happened to you? And I just focused on because I I didn't really know God at the time, so I just focused on what was good, and like people that loved me, and mm-hmm. people that gave me chances, and 
just good things, just little good things, like just a stranger being nice to you, just like a little, like I just had to work up, like that was my mustard seed mm -hmm. of faith. Like I had, to, I had to start from something. And you didn't even know, like you didn't even know God at this time, but you had to not really, not the good. not the real one, right? Yeah, and I had to, yeah, and so I was still having to do it myself. I still had all that power and weight on my shoulders, and because I didn't have anyone else to give it to at the time, right, right. So you wake up finally from this. So I, I just remember, I actually do remember I wrote a, um, I wrote about it is I remember something saying like, remember, remember that there's going to be a morning tomorrow. Hmm. Like there's going to be a morning tomorrow, even though it doesn't seem like oh, the yeah. morning will ever come. And it did come, um, but I wasn't well. <laughs> no. I was traumatized by that. And I, so it was my journey from then on. Uh, to bear witness of this dark realm and this demon that was terrorizing me in my dreams, hmm. and was it the same one every time? It was. I think there was mo there was multiple, but one in particular was the one that was deceiving to me. But okay, and so you were trying to break the spell. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm still, you know, I, I I'm a practitioner of the magic arts, so I have to figure out a way to you defeat him. You can figure him. this out. Yeah. I was like, I have to figure this out, and I have to cast a giant spell on the world so that no one will, no one else will go to hell, and if they do get to hell, there will be a hand to grab to pull them out. Which is still all about you, right? <laughs> Am I allowed? Well, to say I that? was catching on. I was <laughs> like, okay something you know I, some, you were, something's got to yes, figure something out yes something positive that was like <laughs> yeah you, wanted to, you didn't want other people to go there yeah and, and I, I knew like i had to save people from that place i had to i had to be their savior you know because of who else was gonna do it right, right. and and i was doing all this research research trying all these different things nothing was working i was being tormented night and then even um uh, just during the day, I would just have this panic and that like it would be that those negative thoughts would just come in crushing me. Mm. And I and I remember actually walking by a church by my house and I was like, I have to go there. I was like, Marco, now, you can't do this. <laughs> was this before or after you Googled? OK, because I, I really want people to hear about you Googling. So because <laughs> when, when yeah. in doubt, Google it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I'm not trying to promote Google. <laughs> but I your story just fascinated me. Yeah. When you were looking and researching. For that was when I was researching. Breaker. Yeah. A spell breaker, something to break curses, to make demons go away. And you Googled and I, that. Yeah. I stumbled upon Jesus Christ. And in Google on how to get these demons away there was a prayer about jesus yeah and so and it's funny because i did it the traditional way i would do my spells is i would like you know do my whatever i'd write my like light my candles and i'd okay. light a little cauldron all kinds of weird stuff but then this time i was like okay um i am trying to summon <laughs> jesus of nazareth of the bible the son of god and I, I wish I looked all over to find this prayer, but the prayer was basically, um, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, please come to me. I have sinned. I have erred. I have had made terrible mistakes. Please come and rescue me along mm. those lines. I remember just falling to my knees being like, please, like this is my last resort. Like I know I never really believed in you. before you walked by a church. This is what you Googled first, and you went to your knees and said that that that's that's a little unclear to me the i believe so i talked to my pastor and he says that 
I did the prayer before I went to him, the pastor at the church. So before yes. I got the courage to go to him, I had did the prayer. You had Googled and you said that prayer. Yes. And when you said that prayer, um, did you experience anything? I felt I felt a presence, but at that time I was still unsure about these whole this whole presences things because I was deceived before. So I was very I, I knew I couldn't handle it on my own and I had to get help. So I ended up to uh, going to the church and being like, "Hey, can I have a tour of your church?" And so you like, walked by this church, yeah, and you asked for a tour, yeah. And I, okay. I kept, I kept walking by and not having the courage to go in because I felt like I'd burst into flames or something, you know. Or I didn't know what, like, or they'd think I was nuts. Or I actually, right. had I'm not a fear. laughing at you. Oh no, it's I okay. Just, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing with you because really, that's that's real. Yeah. I mean, people think that they have been so bad that they can't that they have to walk by a church and they are so bad they can't they're not even worthy to go in yeah and i thought that i actually had fears that they would burn me at the stake when i went there like mm -hmm. i literally thought that like i was like who knows if i can trust them blah 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 but yeah. i ended up meeting so i went to the church and they gave me the tour and it was funny because i i had this i had made a list of my sins because i thought i had to confess <laughs> Like to the pastor. Right. The and, Catholicism type. Yeah. <laughs> like what I was yeah. originally raised in. Yes. Um, so I met with. So you made one. a list. Yeah, I made a list and I, I didn't even bring it with me, but I met with him and I was like, so. I was like, so I've stumbled into the dark where you guys don't want anyone to go and I, I need to meet with someone and talk to someone. And I remember him. He's like, OK, I'm going to pray over you. And he prayed over me. And this is a fact that for seven days, I did not have any nightmares of de demonic spirits. So that was, I think it was two months of nightmares every night of demonic spirits. Wow. And then that happened. So that's like, if anything, to bear witness to that. That's that, the power of that prayer. It's yes. amazing. And that's when, so to me, the what drew it to me, like it was, I was drawn to Jesus out of a desperation. But then also I could see the power that came from his name. Right. and from the scripture like it had power over the demonic spirits right and over and even over negative thoughts that would start coming into me and even over just regular nightmares i even okay. tested on regular nightmares too wow and so i met with i finally met with the for a biblical counseling with i don't know if i'm allowed to drop names or not um as long as they're fine with it can you edit it out if he uh, we says can, no? Okay. We can edit it out if he <laughs> okay. says no. So yes. I met with Johnny Grubbs of the okay. Church by the Sea. Okay. And I actually know them. Yes, you know them. That was cool. Another They're amazing cool thing. Yeah. family. They're awesome. And I couldn't yes. have stumbled into better hands um, wow. that were human. <laughs> that And you know, that is just um, not by accident, really. No. <laughs> That's amazing. Nope. Um, even, the, I feel like I even moved to that spot particular spot to be by that church too to be to meet with him and he wow. it was amazing like i was terribly nervous i was still having like panic attacks and shaking and being all crazy so i came in there i was like this mess this dark mess and i was like i'm gonna try to tell you about this and you're gonna think i'm crazy and he's like oh no it's okay just tell me <laughs> <laughs> so i told him all that and he's like okay he's like so your experience is valid mm -hmm. he's like i like i've dealt with things like this before um this is in the bible it's all in the it's bible biblical and everything that you're talking about yeah and i was like what really like i haven't read that yet you know like 
<laughs> um, which another cool thing was is I, I had owned a Bible that was left in my apartment from when it turned from a hotel to an apartment. Okay. So the, the I had a Bible in my apartment. Wow, like a Gideon Bible that was left? Yeah, a Gideon Bible. And it was funny <laughs> because so cool. I remember like opening it up and it was like, are you stressed? Are you addicted? Are you lost in darkness? And I was like, <gasps> yes. <laughs> I was like, I got to yes, read this book. Yeah. <laughs> But he just uh, validated what I was going through instead of it being like, oh, you're crazy or whatever else I was fearing. Mm -hmm. um, he told me what to do. He was like, all right, Jesus has the authority over the darkness. Like, you just have to say, you know, like, like whenever I had a demonic experience, like, hey, man, I'm the, I'm a child of light now. Um, I um, with I'm in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so when I put it to work every time, like it was still really bad, the nightmares that where I could see the physical form of the demon. But the more I prayed, the less it was able to reach me. So it started, and it was funny because it, like, towards the end, it could just knock. I would hear a knocking sound. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And it would literally just cease. Go. Like, I would actually see the evil form sizzle and dissipate and static away, which wow. was really cool. And till this day, if anything happens in my nightmares, which they do, there's still a spiritual warfare that goes on every once in a mm -hmm. while. Um, usually when I'm feeling really low, um, like recently I lost a friend who overdosed on yeah, drugs sorry. Um, this past week, and I had started we getting lost nightmares. We too, yeah. like a week, two weeks ago. And it's, it's, it's a war. It's the evil, and they're taking, they're taking people. They're trying to take people, and yes. it's the lost. They're com I was the lost. I was alone. I was afraid. That's what the, when they come for, but luckily Jesus comes for them too. Mm. so That's i awesome. i it was just the most amazing experience and to see like once i can't say it enough but the power in his name and just saying god jesus christ mm -hmm. um father son holy spirit like that's all i could do at the time because i didn't know like formal prayers yes. what um, i thought was just incredible and just really meant something is when you were looking for that spell breaker and you saw the words Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I mean, that's very specific. Yeah. You know, and there is no other one. Right? Yeah. There's that's... no other name. There's no other power. Um, according to the scriptures, right? People can choose to believe whatever they want. And we're not we're not here to manipulate because I personally think in this discussion is I personally think control and manipulation is a form of witchcraft because that's what these spells are all about. People do spells or they're magicians because they're trying to manipulate something or yeah. control something. You're trying to force reality to bend at your will. Right, which and is control and manipulation, which is enter in domestic battery, sex trafficking, sex yeah. exploitation. And yeah, you know, trying to make other people um, control their mind or control how they view Yeah, and that's, it's a trauma response. A lot of people that are into the new age, into witchcraft, yes. mysticism, are they're trying to gain back their control that they did not have. Right. And that's what I was trying to do, and it it was working. Mm. Um, until I saw it wasn't. Th until it wasn't. Yeah. Until it wasn't. And But luckily I came on a power so much stronger and that I don't have to bear, I don't have to carry it. So I was able to give my stress and my anxiety and all those evil things um, up to God. And I could feel, I could just feel the lightness. Even to this day, 
the fact that I'm doing this podcast right now, I would not have been able to. I would have been a panicked, crazy mess. This is, and this is huge. And I'm just going to tell you, you're, I believe and speak life over you that when you walk out of here, you're going to, you're going to feel a sense of even deeper freedom because what you did just by telling your story is exposing the darkness. Yeah. And that's what I felt I needed to do is I wanted to like these false, like them saying like, Oh, you should do this and do that. And it's yes. like, no. Um, and like with the psychedelics, how they're like, Oh, if you have depression and anxiety, this is going to heal you. This is going to get your life back. And then, but then them to also double say, oh, but you have to go with the flow mm -hmm. and you have to um, maneuver your psychological. It's like that, those are the people that can't. So, so it's like they're coming for like even not necessarily like the people that are leading the psychedelic movement, but the evil is using that to get to those lost dark people that have no hope. Yes. Just like I was. Yes. And addiction is um, the definition, in my opinion, of no hope. People get to their lowest spot when they're in addiction and they're in um, under the influence. Yeah, and it was, and that's when I felt like where I lost my mind. And mm -hmm. I, I remember reading the um, about being sober-minded, which to me really means to be vigilant. But I was in this case, it was kind of both because it was um, I was under the influence, and I was also um, not able to defend myself i was right. defenseless and that's when the evil lurking like a lion in the dark right came wow. came to me wow i wanted to speak real quickly into when you said um that sometimes you still struggle sometimes you have something come into your head right yeah um i i want to just kind of talk about that because there are Sometimes people think, oh, well, when I, you know, if I become a Christian or I call on the name of Jesus, then I am miraculously going to be all better. And I'm going to tell you, it does happen sometimes mm -hmm. for those, pe some people, but I also know, and I'm not a doctor and I'm not a mental health expert, mm -hmm. but I can tell you what I've learned over the last 30 years and working with broken people and working with, um, people with trauma and addiction and mental illness that um there is a spiritual sense of what happened to you but then there's a physical sense of what happened to you your mind still kind of um entraps some of these memories that just because you remember something that doesn't mean it's a spiritual attack it may it could be a physical piece that something triggered you and I, how, this is why I say this, because there's something, there's some things that happened to me where I could be triggered for something that happened 30 years ago. And I am a healed woman, but my mind still encapsulates that feeling or that moment. And I have to go, oh, yes. So I'm responsible for that trigger. And I also know what authority conquers that. Mm -hmm. And then I can tell it to go in, in Jesus name. Yeah. So I just and wanted to touch on that yeah. because I've talked to people where, um, I've talked to people where they are tormented f with, um, the spirit realm. And I say, 
well, have you delved into witchcraft? Do you do seances? Are you into tarot card readings? And they say, no, no, I never have done that. And I don't know why I'm being tortured. And then you know what? I say, tell me about your parents, you know? And they're like, well, my mom, you know, my mom used to be into witchcraft when I was a little girl or when she was pregnant, you know? And so I, I am not an expert yeah. in science and physiological um, happenings, mm -hmm. right? But I'm just saying that when we have, when we're looking at a spiritual phenomenon um, in the spirit world, we, we are human, we are physical body, we are soul, and we are spirit. So we have a spirit, soul, and body. And we don't quite know when we start delving into things like that, what it's gonna, what it's gonna do. Yeah. And what I can attest to just in my life is I have believed and received Jesus when I was a little girl. And I have been, um, uh, I was at somebody's house when I was little, like, let's see, how old was I? 10, 10 or 11. And, and they were wanting to do a seance, mm -hmm. right? I did not know that, but in my, in my heart, I literally heard, don't do that. And that's my lived experience. Well, good for you. <laughs> I, I had that. to go into the darkest spots of my mind well, and realms to figure that out. Well, but it wasn't, it wasn't me though. Yeah. It was, I had already believed in Jesus. I already called his name when mm -hmm. I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. So this happened when I was like 10 or 11, I was in middle school and just something in my heart said, don't do that. And I know it wasn't me. And I call my mama. And I said, I need you to come get me like right now. And she came and got me. Mm -hmm. um, but the, there was a protection, right? And now, Marco, you're experiencing that protection because yeah. the spirit of the living God now, according to the scriptures, lives in you. Yeah, and then I was always looking for, you know, these great protection spells, but this is the, <laughs> this is way more powerful. <laughs> That's the thing, like spells and magic, it's nothing compared to the miracles of, of God, right. of Christ. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's like a higher, I don't know how to describe like a higher up magic. Magic is like the counterfeit of the miracles, I guess yes. is how I would describe it. Like it's, it's trying to be the miracle, but it's not. Right. Magic is the counterfeit of the true miracle of God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's profound. So what would you say to people who are in this deep darkness, in this deep dark hole, and they can't get out, and they are suffering from addiction, depression, anxiety, and we didn't even touch on this, but I can tell you that deep dark hole, there is suicide. There yeah. are suicidal tendencies. There's literal voices. I have heard from people that said when they were in um, addiction and even, you know what, um, and this, this was a, a true story, but they were taking these, um, some type of gummies like the THC or the marijuana gummies, mm -hmm. and they had a bad quote trip, mm -hmm. right? And they, they literally thought of suicide and they've never thought of suicide before. I mean, is that shock you? Um, no, that doesn't shock me. I feel like um, certain things can open you up to like, like darkness. And that's 
what the darkness is. It's trickery. It's trying to trick you altering. into the hopelessness. Get your mind altered and then come on in with the darkness. Yeah. So what would you say to people who are in such a deep, dark um, depression that are delving in witchcraft, that are delving in magic? What would you tell them? How would you, How do they get out of it? What would you say to them? Well, I would say that I completely understand the whys. I know the hows. I know why they're doing what they're doing. Um, and I just completely understand. So they can't, like when they come at me being like, oh, well, actually, you know, blah, blah. And it's like, I, I was that person saying, oh, no, actually, this is how it is. Like, oh, no, the Bible's wrong. Actually, I'm right because blah, 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 blah. But I would say if you have found yourself in hell or with demonic entities haunting you the best thing to do is find help um, biblical help uh, try to find a church if you're in that dark spot don't be afraid um, know that just keep praying um, you will receive the strength you need even though you don't have it you will receive the strength you need to get yourself to that point where you can receive the help and connect yourself to God again because it was just going to the world um, we tried our hardest to go to the world to find God and we didn't find it so we we had to go straight to the real God the true God who is Christ yes the Christ mm -hmm. Jesus Christ of Nazareth Nazareth amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. amen so that is um I am uplifted just to hear your story um I've been in some dark places, but it's a different, it's different. Yeah. And what I, what I love about this space again, is that there's so many people that walk around and feel like they cannot talk about it. They feel like they are crazy or that they're going to be viewed as crazy. Mm -hmm. And when you said, just know that I understand what, what grace is that, you know, that's just a safe place. That's a, come on in don't be afraid we understand you understand there's understanding to be had here and yeah. there's nobody pointing a finger saying oh how could you do that no not at all because we've all screwed up in one way or another yeah in and, our lives and another thing is i did start reaching out to other people with similar experiences i started just like youtube videos of people um that were um lost into like scary spiritual mm -hmm. things that were happening and then they came to christ i was watching testimonies and that helped me too because i was like i'm not the only one and not only am i not the only one this is a big thing happening around the world there's a new it movement is. coming in that it's the people that were the mystics and the healers and the yogis and the new agers that are being opened opening their the holy spirit is opening their eyes to the truth mm. which is christ yes. and the positive spiritual i still have many very spiritual experiences um that are similar to the mystical experiences i've had but much greater and so i think that some people think like oh I, if i give that up then i won't have these mystical mm -hmm. experiences that um uplift me it's like no you you still will <laughs> right when you say much greater you're saying a heavenly response yeah a throne room response. it was there was um experiences that you don't have to take psychedelics you don't have to go to yoga seven times a week you, you don't have worship. to eat this or that you don't yeah. have to you know go on the hamster wheel right that the new age kind of puts you in yes um hmm. there's a peace that's beyond human understanding 
and and these experiences can come to you without that through him but it's going to him instead of those things that really worked for me that and i'm not perfect at all i i even told you None before this are, right? like i didn't want to lift myself up and be like oh i'm really great no. at this it's like no yeah. i have tons of issues too like we're human we all have our we sins do. our issues our problems and but just to be safe from that evil and from that anxiety and fear is enough in itself something to bear witness to the world like i just want to tell people that after these experiences i've had like i want to tell you that in my experience this is true and after all my long searches through all those different spiritualities hinduism wicca witchcraft uh, mysticism everything there's stuff i haven't even mentioned um agnosticism everything it this is this is what helped me the most and it makes me even know that those issues that I do have, I can I can tackle them now because it's not up to me now. That's good. It's not just up to me. I have help. Yeah. I have the help that I've been searching for. That, that person at the end of the street that I was waiting for when I was little was Jesus Christ, was God. Yes. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And it's and to me, it gave me for the first time in my life purpose. And that's what I was really – sorry, I'm going to – Blab no, really please, quick. Please. But that's what I really think underneath is I was looking for, like I said, hope, trust, faith, purpose, all those things that I was not getting. Um, it led me idle, um, into selfishness, um, complete selfishness, self-absorbed spirituality. And I again I'm not saying that everyone who does these things are like that. That's just what happened to me. But I finally found the purpose and that is to bear witness, to be witness, and just to be in people's lives and to love others and to learn to love my neighbors and everyone the best that I can um, and just keep praying mm. and being with God. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.